With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fucking boo. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Fucking Boo Bombing Stories with Jay Hollingsworth. I am Big Irish Jay Hollingsworth. And today, my guest is a good buddy of mine that he has a uh, has a couple specials on Amazon. Uh, he's got Double Down, his own special, and then he has like a, a what would you call it a group special, the Irish Comedy Tour. My good buddy Derek Richards, everybody. What's happening? How are Derek you, vibes, everybody? <laughs> I'm fucking great. I like you. I, uh... I, I can hear in my head people screaming in the background. Oh, dude, and squirting. All right, so uh, yes, they always do that. <laughs> Mainly guys, but that's okay. Uh, so no judgment. <laughs> yeah, and you're uh, you're at home here in Vegas, right? Now? I am home here in Las Vegas, enjoying a a beautiful, nice, sunny day, as I'm sure you are in uh, Las Vegas as well. Oh, yeah, dude, it's and the weather's getting great now. By the way, big props to your uh, costume, to your uh, viewership and <laughs> listenership that did not. Uh, partake in your halloween festivities or we're not aware of it but uh jay hollingsworth was uh was mike myers as michael myers yeah i always try and my goal every year on halloween is what is the cheapest outfit i can do uh one year i went as i just bought a roll of uh of paper towels and i put on a plaid shirt and i went as bounty the bounty the you know the 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 fucking lumberjack on bounty's thing i just want a cheap costume so i just bought a wig and some teeth I'm and, the same way. I can't commit to any kind of like, I mean, I respect people that go all out for Halloween, the ones that go nuts and really do the the makeup and the elaborate outfits. But I'm like, I, you know, that's just not me. I mean, yeah. I, you know, give me a, an eye patch that I can get at Halloween uh, City or, or whatever or Spirit Halloween. Exactly. Whatever, whatever former Circuit City location is now Spirit <laughs> Halloween. Exactly. You get it. You get and it. I'm a, and I'm a pirate. Done easy yeah um okay so your bombing story which by the way uh and i i think i might have told it on the hollings worthless program with my buddies but i had a fucking bombing story with you uh our 2 p.m show at the orleans but uh anyways uh what is your bombing story Derek? give it to us i was in uh, columbus ohio working at uh the funny bone packed house and at the time i was uh living in uh, detroit where I'm from. And I had made the comment that I was, uh, you know, I'm from Detroit, blah, blah, blah. And the obvious rivalry slash hatred that Ohio has for anything Michigan is, um, uh, is, is pretty intense. And so they had just gotten their uh, NHL franchise, the Columbus Blue Jackets. I had them for a couple of years, I guess. I'm trying to remember the exact time frame. But what happened was, I don't know if you recall this. I mean, you're a big sports fan. In Columbus, there was a puck that flew out of the rink and hit like a 12-year-old girl. Oh, God. All right. All right. And go it, on. And, it, and she died. And so so now, like, the, the, the arena is now, because of that, the, the nets go up a lot higher on the, on the perimeter. 
So that's all changed because of what happened to her. The only reason this is germane to the story is because I'm up on stage. I'm, yeah, I'm from Detroit. The show's going great. And I was uh, the middle act on the show. And I mentioned I'm from Detroit. And then somebody in the back of the room goes, Red Wings suck. And now all of a sudden, the crowd that was on my side and having fun is now not on my side. They're like, oh, well, this guy's clearly from hell. Right. So we should now not like him. And so the so now people start chirping around the room. The back couple hundred people in there. And it's like, yeah, boo, Red Wings suck. And so I stop for a second and I go, oh, no. I go, you know, I go, maybe you guys would score more goals if you painted a 12-year-old girl in the back of your net. <laughs> to tell you that the air escaped the room. Because this happened probably, I don't know, it was maybe within four or five months. I mean, it was <laughs> too I mean, it soon. Was a, it was a big deal. It's still a big deal. I told, like I said, I told the story now, and I can see the look on your face, the cringe-worthy look <laughs> oh that you have. And and I let mean, me just get let me just say one thing too for like the listeners that uh aren't comics, which is probably a majority of them. Um uh as a comic, so when you're on stage and you're in the middle of your set or whatever. And then a heckler so throws something out in our head. Like, I mean, we were talking about this on uh, uh, another uh, podcast about as like a, as a comic, like you doing a clean set. I, it was with Billy O'Connor. We were talking about his bombing set. He had to be clean. And we were talking about how um, and he's not a clean comic. So we're, we're saying as a comic, your, your mouth is working and saying words, but your mind is like three or four sentences ahead going, okay, when I tell this joke, usually here, I have a swear word. I need to alter that. I need to adjust this, you know, and you're, you're, can I say sex or do they want, when they say clean, you know, you're going through a, a thousand things are going through your head at once. So when you're in the middle of your set and the heckler throws something out, you have a split second to respond and you like, you have to respond. You, you, you're taking in what they said, you, you process it. Now your, your brain is searching like the internet. Okay. What's, what can I retort with that? What's related to what they said? Okay, he said Red Wings. That's hockey. Let me now. I'm thinking about hockey. What's hockey related to where we're at? And this, oh, this news article. I remember this. How can I make it funny? And then you throw it out. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, there's a great book for people that are, you know, viewership, listenership. Uh, the Steve Martin book, where he where he talks about that specifically in terms of just being able to where you're. It's hard to be in the moment when you're on stage because you're always thinking the next joke or two ahead and how you can tie it in with what's going on here. But yeah. So yeah. So my head immediately defaulted to the, and I mean, I'm from, I'm a huge Michigan fan. So I hate everything about Columbus, Ohio. I hate the Buckeyes. I just, I, I literally, when, when Ohio state lost to Oregon in the beginning of the season, that was my you porn. <laughs> for about a week and a half. I mean, I just, I can't, my, my dick looked up at me and said, stop. <laughs> stop playing this, stop playing the last 10 seconds of the Ohio State-Oregon game. So, <laughs> right. so I hate everything about Columbus. And so, but the problem is, I mean, the club is fantastic. Up until that time when I said, you know, hey, if you guys, you guys would score more goals if you painted a 12-year-old girl in the back of your net. The room, like I said, the air went out. And when I tell you there was a thunderous boo, <laughs> on thunder, Jay, thunder. I mean, 
It was horrific. And I still had about 10 more minutes. I was just going to ask you how far into your set, how much time did you have left? So you, so you, so you said you were middle. And so you're maybe you're about two thirds through your set or, or halfway. Yeah. About 15. Yeah. I'm doing like 25 to 30 minutes at the time. So I was probably about 15 minutes in, had about 10, 12 minutes to go. And I'd like to say that, um, you know, like Morgan Freeman talking in uh, Shawshank, you know, when he's talking about Andy Dufresne, he goes, I'd like to think that the sisters took it easy on Andy. <laughs> no. It was, it was, oh. it was, it was raped in cell block D for oh. the next 10 minutes. It was, I mean, they, I could have, I could have given them all season tickets for the Buckeyes and they could have cared less. And so I, so I come uh, off stage, I come off stage and uh, the manager of the club walks over. He goes, well, that was a gutsy move. <laughs> and I already had a good relationship with the guy, so that was fine. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you know, not my best effort. <laughs> and he goes, you want uh, you want somebody to walk you to your car? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. But thank <laughs> God. Thank God. I mean, there was um, uh, the headliner went up after me and everything ended up being fine, you know, for the rest of the show. But, um, you know, I, I can't recall specifically how my merchandise sales went that night. I'm thinking not real strong. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wish you was, your merch was just pucks. <laughs> Jesus. Pucks, pucks with a little bit of blood on it. Oh, my God. Uh, do you remember who the, the headliner was? No, I don't. Off the top of my head. <laughs> and uh, dude, that's funny. The, what did the manager said what to you? That was an interesting decision. He goes, that was a gutsy call. Oh, gutsy call. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, when they say, so you finish your set, you know, hey, I've been Derek Richards. Good night, everybody. Uh, what was it just? Did they even clap or was it just silent? Or how did they? Was it just a that, that golf clap? I mean, yeah, I mean, it was like a. <laughs> oh fuck it was there were a few people that were that you know that were oh. clapping because i mean just in numbers i mean you got 200 people i mean you know sure 195 hate my guts but you know five enjoyed the the twisted darkness of that oh, but uh yeah it was uh that was that, that was a rough one that was one line that ruined it and up until that point you were you were doing great up until that point, everything was fine. Yeah, I had a great time. I always have had fun at that club. And up until that point, everything was, uh, you know, puppies and rainbows. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> done. Did any At the end of the uh, when you were trying to sell merch, did anybody come up to you and be like, hey, I thought it was hilarious? <laughs> I, I, I don't recall people coming up and saying that it was one, it was more one of those things where people came up and they were, uh, people have quick memories, which was nice. I mean, I, I'm just thankful that it wasn't, there wasn't a relative of the girl in the crowd, Oh, dude, which easily could have happened. I mean, you know, Columbus, Ohio is, it's a big city, but it's not that big of a city. Somebody could have known, could have been a friend of the family, could have been anybody. Dude, that's and, uh, uh, my that buddy didn't even crossed my mind at the time. Yeah, no shit, dude. My my buddy Manny, um, who's gonna do the show and tell his story. He has a he used to, I think he still does, but he had a joke about Amanda Knox. Gets off stage, her sister was in the audience, and comes up to him and then just starts going off on him. Amanda Knox, remind me. That's the chick that was over in Italy, and she was uh, accused of murdering uh, 
her friend and then she was like oh, i think yeah. she was in jail for a while got off and i mean i i actually heard her interviewed on rogan's podcast and it sounds like like she had nothing to do with it ever uh but like they just were trying to railroad her but right. <laughs> but my buddy manny did an amanda knox joke and her sister was in the audience <laughs> so <laughs> what are the odds yeah yeah dude now would you uh what would you say from this uh what would you have done I, I i can imagine what you would have done different but i was gonna say what would you have done different and or uh what did you learn from from this bombing well i learned some things you can't make fun of uh i <laughs> i think i don't you know i think uh you know, what did I take away from the experience? I think just use your head a little bit more. I mean, when you want to go, uh, you know, don't use a, and don't, don't use an AR 15 to take out a, a pigeon. Uh, uh, yeah, that's interesting. And you said, uh, what did you say at the beginning of that? Not everything is funny. Is that what you said? Yeah. I go, yeah, not, not everything is as funny as you like to think it would be. I mean, it was, uh, I, I thought it was hilarious. And I tell that to comedians at, you know, and let, the reaction, like, <laughs> the one you had on your face is is the reaction that it gets. Um, yeah. You know, you'd like to think that you can do whatever you want in a comedy club, but I think uh, in that situation, it was still uh, way too fresh in their heads. And the NHL was just making the uh, regulation changes as far as the netting for the rest of the season. So it was a, um, you know, like I said, it was a, it was an error in judgment. And I think, uh, like I said, in hindsight, what would I have done differently um here we'll do, we'll do it again we'll do it again you can take a second so i'm okay. the i'm the heckler and i yell all out, right okay fucking red wings suck uh yeah I could, <laughs> you, you know it, 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 you could default to something hacky like you know yeah. yeah you know yeah they suck you know not as good as your grandma did at your birthday party <laughs> when i had my dick in her mouth in the bathroom you know i mean you could you know that would have gotten less of a yeah, visceral yeah, right. response. Right. As uh, heinous of a comment as that is, that would have gotten less of a vile reaction from the audience. And it would have just pissed off the actual heckler. So what I should have done in hindsight is target on that person specifically and perhaps not bring the whole city <laughs> and an innocent 12-year-old girl's death into the uh, into the party. You know, that was that's where I, that's where I screwed up, Jay. I mean, that's what people don't understand. I mean, everything's in the moment. I just, um, I had a drunk chick. Um, I was in uh, Arizona at Stir Crazy. And this chick, I, I was doing a joke about, uh, you know, like, I, you know, self-deprecating thing where I was saying something like, you know, I don't want to, I, that I don't want to date a 21 year old. And I was like, not that a 21 year old wants to talk to me. Right. And this chick who was hammered, she said, you can never get a 21 year old or something like that. And I was like, I go, what? And then she's dead silent. And I was like, oh, now you don't want to say nothing. So then she like gets up and she's she's saying some shit drunk, right? But she's standing up. I was like, why are you standing up? And so somehow it gets into where she keeps saying, she goes, I pay a lot of money. Make me laugh. And I'm having a great set. Like I've the whole the whole room is has been I've been I mean, you know, I, I hate to be the guy like, oh, I'm crushing, but I'm having a fucking good set, right? Right. So she's she stands up, she says some shit. She's like, I I paid good money. Make us laugh. I go, I think everybody's been laughing. Everybody's like, yeah. So she sits back down and I, I start to try and tell this joke again. She says something again. I fucking start going in on her again. Um, and she stands up. Then security comes over and there. And I, I go, I think she's good. You guys can leave. 
So then she sits down. I try and start the story again, says something again, stands up. And at one point I, I, I was like, I called her a Karen and she goes, my name's not Karen. I go, no, but I'm sure it starts with a cuh sound. <laughs> oh, nice. But I mean, the audience, you know, loved it. And then she, uh, sure. she, um, she actually, her husband, I think took her out and her husband was like, I don't know what happened. And, and then as she was leaving, I was doing, I had the audience do the na, 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 but it's it like, you know, it's, uh, and that, that response, you know, it was one of those things where like, it, it's for the listeners as a comic, like, you know, this shit's all improv. It's all in the moment. So, it, you know, you have, you have a millisecond of it coming into your mind. Yeah, that's good. That's also funny. Say it. And then you might be already just finishing the last line of this retort and then your brain's like, wait, 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 hold on. Maybe we shouldn't do this. And you're like, it's already out there, man. I'm fucked. It's already gone. But that that one, I was like, all right, that was pretty good one. I was I was pretty proud of that one. But like with the 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 little girl thing, you know, you're like, it's hockey related. It's it's specific to their city. And you're like, oh, that's a good little fucking jab back. But then after you put out there, you're like, oh fuck, it's a little girl though. I probably should have said it. <laughs> Yeah, if it was, yeah, if it would have been a, uh, you know, an old guy or something, they probably would have been a little more forgiving. Probably not. But uh, but also, too, I think your reaction to how somebody uh, comes at you in the crowd is based on how your day is going mm. as a comedian. Because if you go on stage and we've all been there where if you're in a you just had a crowd, you just had a shitty day and you go up on stage. And you're like, uh, this is my this is my break. This is my release. This is when I can go up here and have fun, relax, and enjoy myself. So no matter how lousy my day was, I can go ahead and try to make it better by being up here on stage and making these people laugh. And then when somebody comes in and tr and tries to suck that little bit of joy out of my day, this one, you know, thirty minutes, forty five minutes, hour chunk of my day that's going to be my release, and you're fucking it up. Now all of a sudden, my you know, your fight with your significant other comes rolling in the back of your head. The fact that you got, uh, you know, you you got, you didn't get booked on a gig. Something happened right before you came on stage. Uh, your car got broken into. And now all of a sudden, all that bad stuff comes racing to the front of your head. And so if you're, so if you're in kind of a, a salty mood when you get on stage and somebody wants to be a douchebag, they are the receiver of that of that angst. Yes, they and the whole audience <laughs> and the whole audience exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so fuck. I mean, you can. Uh, I mean, there's times. I mean, I was on stage and somebody had heckled. Uh, they were just being super obnoxious and drunk, and it was over at uh, the D Casino here in Vegas when they used to have a showroom upstairs, and they did a late show there. And you would just get some of these just dregs of Fremont street that would come <laughs> crawling into this place. I mean, just uh completely, I mean, and any Vegas showroom can have someone who's hammered, but that area seemed to lend itself to that so much more. And there was somebody that came in there. There was a, uh, a couple girls and there was like one guy and they were just super, super, super obnoxious. And security was a little late and getting there to kind of get rid of them. And and and, she, and they just wouldn't they wouldn't shut up the whole time, and it was ruining the show for everybody. About a hundred people in the in the room, and they were just <laughs> you know when it's just that mix of oxycontin and uh, flavored vodka that just <laughs> turns people into just these creatures. Oh. And so as she's getting thrown out, 
I, I can't. I pay. Like you said, I pay get money to be. And I literally, I went, you know what? I hope you fall down the escalator. And at the base of the escalator, I hope every step hits your snatch and just <laughs> leaves you a bloody mess. And I hope somebody takes you out behind the dumpster at the Four Queens and just drags your body into the seafood buffet tank of grease. I mean, it was just, and I got done. <laughs> It was backstage, and they went, "Well, that was a bit much." <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, we'll, we'll close off with this. Uh, Doug Benson, who uh, I used to open for years ago, he, uh, he, he tells this story on stage. It's pretty funny. Where he said that he, after a show, he was doing like a, a Q and A. You know, I ask questions or whatever, anything you guys want. And so people throw out, you know, like, "What's your favorite weed?" Blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden, somebody goes, "You're gay," and he goes, "He goes." Oh, I'm gay. Uh, and he just, he says he snapped. He's like, uh, you're gay. He's like, you know how I know you're gay? Cause you were sucking my dick in the back. Like just goes extreme. Right. At the end, he's doing a meet and greet and some guy, comes, <laughs> some guy, some guy comes up and goes, your day. How was your day? <laughs> oh no. So he misheard him. I thought he said you're gay, but it was your day. How was your day? Wow. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, first of all, Derek, thank you for doing this. Uh, Derek is here in Vegas, and he also he travels all over. What uh, what your website's here on the on your name, DerekRichards.com. And uh, what do you have coming up? Uh, this will probably be come out in the next couple of weeks. I'm actually going to be, uh, I'm working a couple of cruise ships coming up here, and then I'll be down in uh, Tampa in uh, Wesley Chapel, Florida at uh, Side Splitters Comedy Club, December uh, 9, 10, and 11. And then um, back here in Vegas at the uh, Hard Rock Cafe on the Strip on New Year's Eve with um, Kathleen Dunbar and Stephen Roberts. So it's going to be a good time. Oh. But yeah, a lot of, uh, pick up some cruise ship work, which is nice. Good to see some stuff starting to come back that way. And get some uh, level of normalcy back here but yeah my website derekrichards.com my album is uh, double down you can get it on the uh, off of my website and of course uh, my podcast that uh, that i had you on yeah drink with derek is uh, available on newtakes.tv you can also go to my website and click on it and it can take you right to all the uh, previous episodes on youtube well derek thank you for doing this you're the best and uh for the listeners until next time bomb voyage <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.